0: Welcome to the Band of Brothers cycling podcast in this series, we talk about the biggest races in cycling and how we prepare for them and give you some insight into the personalities within the team. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Band of Brothers podcast for 2023. I'm Steph, one of the team's press officers, and I'm coming to you today from Adelaide in Australia with my countryman and the 2022 Giro d'Italia winner, Jai Hindley. But before we say hi to our guest, we wanted to let you know that we have a brand new online store, which at the moment has 30% off selected products. You can check it out at shop.bora-hansgrohe.com. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. So Jai, thanks for joining us for the first episode of the year.
1: Thanks for having me. Great to be back.
0: And we're also joined, as always, by my colleague Andreas Hartmann, who is in much colder climes back in Europe. So thanks to you as well, Andreas.
2: Hi, Steve. Hi, Jai. Good evening to Australia. It's a pleasure to kick off our Band of Brothers podcast season with you. Chai, it's been a crazy year with the win at the Giro and the world champs on home soil. How was it to digest and when did you finally get home and take some rest?
1: Yeah, so it was pretty full on. I mean, uh, I couldn't get back to Australia for almost three years because of COVID restrictions. So it had been a while since I'd been back home. And um, yeah, fortunately, I was uh, in the the Australian national team for the Worlds and then I could come back. To Australia there for the World Championships in Wollongong, which was really cool. It's also not so often you get to race the home worlds in Oz, so that was a nice opportunity. And then uh, then I could finally get back to Perth from there and catch up with all my family and friends who I hadn't seen for such a long time. And um, yeah, it was just really nice to just be back at home and do normal things and you know have cooking off your mum and dad for dinner or like just the basic things that i've missed for so
2: long how important was that after such a long time not being at home and this big year 22 for you yeah it
1: was it was really important you know because uh it, it had been quite a big and stressful year and yeah winning the Juros uh it's a really incredible but it's also very like taxing on your mind and body and you know all the commitments that come after that and uh, yeah the expectations and and everything it just uh, jumps up a notch so it's quite a lot to handle but uh, yeah to get back home and to like unwind and just like chill out a bit was really nice
0: and when you were at home, you also won some awards, uh, such as the Opperman Trophy. So after becoming the second ever Grand Tour winner in Australia from Australia after Evans, of course, do you feel in a way more responsible for Australian cycling now?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was a massive honour to take the the Oppie medal and uh, Road Cyclist of the Year. That was really cool. And yeah, it's a pretty small club, you know, to be a Grand Tour winner from Australia. So it's like... Uh, yeah, it still blows my mind that I'm, uh, that, that I'm the duo d'Italia winner. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the reception and, and the support that I got from back home during the race and also afterwards was really incredible. And, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully I've had a bit of an impact with, uh, inspiring some, some people in Australia, uh. And hopefully yeah, I can get more people out on bikes, uh, be it young or old
2: people, you know. So yeah. So let's move on to twenty-three now. How was your preparation? You've spent your winter in Australian summer, right? Yeah. And uh how did how did the preparation go during the winter break?
1: Yeah, it was really nice mate. Um I think I had almost three months back in Perth, so it was nice to just be training in the Aussie summer and, yeah, having having good fun, riding my bike, catching up with mates who also ride, uh, doing some motor pacing sessions with my old man behind his scooter, that sort of stuff, doing a lot of the Perth bunch rides. Um, yeah, it was, it was really nice. It was like training, but it didn't really feel like I was training, you know. And, um yeah, especially when I saw pictures of other guys back back in Europe training in in the rain and the cold, like, <laughs> made me feel much better. So, <laughs> um, yeah, everything's going pretty good. I wouldn't say I'm, like, in top, top shape at the moment or something because, yeah, we've got, you know, some big goals coming up later in the season and it's still quite early in, in January. So, yeah, I wouldn't say the form is... Uh, the best it's ever been but I think we're definitely on the right track
0: and when you were in Australia did you also do some races or events in the lead up to the Tour Down Under
1: um, yeah I mean it did uh, quite a lot of events like off the bikes and fundraisers and charity events back in Perth which was nice like I could yeah really help out a lot of people and um, yeah you know catch up with all these people and do these events and that was quite full on but also pretty I don't know like rewarding at the same time. And yeah, I mean I didn't really do uh any races back in Perth but we do have like a pretty epic bunch ride on the on Boxing Day in Perth which is like um yeah it's not like an official race but it's like pretty epic. I don't know, just like seventy five K around the Perth river full noise with like every man and his dog that rocks up. Um, and yeah, that's like really good fun. Also a lot of the other world tour pros from Perth rock up to that. So, um, yeah, that was a good hit out. (laughs) Good to blow the cobwebs off, let's say. Um, but yeah, apart from that, no racing no. So, uh, the criterium, That we did last night was the first sort of race back uh, for the 2023 season
2: yeah and now tour down under is finally back and it's the first world tour race of the year i guess it's an important one for you as an australian how would you rate your shape and chances ahead of the race now
1: yeah i mean it's hard to say because i haven't really done a proper proper race back i mean we did that crit last night and yeah i did that boxing day ride. Right? but <laughs> you know it's a bit different to a stage race so yeah i mean the first race back is always hard to tell how how your form is and you know you can go out in training and bash out some efforts but when it really comes down to it in a race it's much different so i'm um, interested to see how it's going to go i don't like i said i don't think i'm in the best form of my life but Uh, Yeah, I'm motivated to have a good crack here at Down Under and uh, we've also got some other guys and other cards to play for the GC as well. So we'll uh, look look to see what we can do and, yeah, hopefully have some aggressive and fun racing, I reckon.
0: And on that note, can you tell us a little bit more about the team's goals for the race? What is it that we're looking to achieve here?
1: Yeah, I think... um, you know, just to really enjoy the racing more than anything and hopefully have some success, be it with the sprints or uh G C wise with uh yeah, with Giovanni Aliotti or Max Shackman or myself. So we'll see yeah, we'll see uh what opportunities come and yeah, maybe even grab a stage here or there or we'll see how it goes. Um I think Geordie showed he was in really good form with the with the crit yesterday and um yeah I'm sure he's gonna be up
2: there on the on the sprint stages. Which when you look at the stages, which one do you think will be crucial for the G C and is there maybe one tricky stage that might surprise someone? Um I think I think the really crucial
1: day will be I mean already in the prologue you can gain some seconds uh but probably the most crucial day would be stage five this new sort of finish up mount lofty i think would be really interesting it's also quite a short stage so i can i can see there not really being any breakaway and it just being a day of full gas raising and then maybe this stage three with the corkscrew climb just before the finish that's always an interesting one i don't think it's the hardest day before that climb but yeah, that, it's, a, it's a really hard climb there, and I, I think you've got to be in pretty good shape to get over there with the front guys.
0: So after the Tour Down Under, can you tell us a little bit about what's on the program for you? Are you t- going to try and get some rest, or are you going to a training camp? What's next for you?
1: Yeah, so I'll head back to Europe with the team straight <laughs> after Cadell's race out of Melbourne Airport and then go back to Europe, try to settle down a bit, and then... Um, probably hit some races in the south of Europe, so potentially some one-day races in Spain and then um, maybe Algarve in Portugal and, yeah, maybe Torino-Adriatico, the Ardennes, Basque Country, hopefully Dauphiné, and then, yeah, full steam for the tour would be the the ideal plan, um, so we'll see how it's all going for that. But yeah, it would be like a dream come true to do the Tour.
2: So we we will see you racing back in Europe pretty soon, right after Tour de Nanda.
1: Yeah, mate, more or less, pretty much straight into it yeah. as soon as I get back over there.
0: So we just heard you mention uh, the Tour de France. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you envisage your preparation in the lead up to the race?
1: Yeah, so um, as I said, I'll probably do all those races and yeah I mean I wouldn't mind having a good crack at uh, Basque Country it's a pretty tough race and yeah it would be nice to to go there with some real ambition and I mean after that I'll do an altitude camp and then I'll do Dauphiné and then normally back up to altitude again right before the tour so yeah I mean we've uh, discussed it with with the coaches here the team and uh the DSs as well so i think i think that's a pretty nice program to be honest
2: compared to the preparation for the Giro last year is there any difference uh, building up to the Tour de France now
1: um yeah i mean i've never done the the tour and it's obviously like a bit later than the Giro it's in july so i guess just like the change of the the timing of everything will be a bit different for me and then also with that, uh, just different races. Um, I've never done the Dauphiné. Actually, haven't raced too much in France as a professional, which is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to do, to do Dauphiné and nice to do the Tour and um, just mix it up a bit. I've done quite a lot of racing in Spain and Italy, but um, not so much in France. So I'm really looking forward to that, and. Yeah, I think just like the timing more than anything, just the the shift of the timing will be a big difference.
0: Now, something else I wanted to ask you. You're still quite young. So do you think that there's room to improve as a rider still? And where do you think is your biggest potential to grow? And is there anything specific that you want to focus on in this respect in 2023?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, 26 turning (laughs) 27, so... Still got, still got a few years ahead of me. Hopefully, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, there's still a lot of things I can really improve in, pr- improve on as a rider. I think uh, getting better at one day racing would be a nice goal in mine to have um, because I really enjoy one day races. But uh, I haven't had so many good results as a one day rider as a professional. So I think for me that would be something that I'd really enjoy improving. And yeah, of course, like my time trialing, I think can always be better. (laughs) Um, So yeah, time trialing, one day racing,
2: that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then we're coming back to the to the Tour de France, to your first uh, Tour de France. What do you expect from the race compared to the Giro?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just a different race. It's just a different ball game. I think the Tour is like really like the pinnacle of of our sport and, you know, everyone goes there with the best team. Uh, it's, like, big pressure. You know, all the sponsors are really watching that race or, like, everyone watches the tour, so it's, like, uh, it's just massive and I would love to be a part of it. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, the Giro is, like, beautiful race and it's also really hard but uh, I've done it what started I think four times now and I've never done the tour so I think it's pretty natural to like want to do the tour and um yeah if you compare the two I think they're just uh, I mean they're both grand tours but they're and they're really hard but in many ways they're really different you know just the style of racing and probably the the stress and the pressures a bit less at the duro, I would say. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're racing your bike for three weeks, it's never easy. It doesn't matter what country you do it in. So, yeah, wouldn't mind doing it in France.
0: Um, so tell us, did you have a look at the route already? And uh, are there any key stages that you think you want to point out?
1: I've had a quick look. I think, you know, there's quite a lot of hard stages, quite a lot of... Uh, I think quite quite a quite a bit more climbing than last year, and uh only one time trial, and it's quite lumpy, so for me, it's like a really nice route in general, and probably yeah, I mean, if we're looking at the tour, I don't think the route really gets much better than that for a rider like me, so just the whole route in general is really nice, I think um but yeah I think I think these you know, what, three stages in Spain, in the Basque Country. Uh, for the Grand Depart, will be really important. I think, uh, yeah, there's some really tough roads there and it's always hard racing in the Basque Country, so I think you really need to be on your game from day one, basically. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll already have a good idea who's going to be in the mix from
2: from the get-go and of course we have to talk about ambitions for the tour de france with you what will be your goal there
1: i mean yeah i think it's uh since uh since i've been a kid it's just been my dream to actually race the tour i think a lot of a lot of guys just uh dream of putting a number on there um and yeah i mean you know if you win the duo, obviously there's a lot of expectation from the team and from the outside world and also from myself, I have yeah, like a higher expectation of what I can achieve and everything like that. So I think um I don't know, I think it would be a dream come true to be on the tour podium one day. Um but yeah, it's gonna be gonna be a lot of work uh before that happens, so uh we'll see how it goes. But yeah, more than more than excited to just line up actually for the grand depart.
0: And so to round things up, you've ridden in our colours for a year now and you've said several times last season that you feel really comfortable being part of the team and part of the Band of Brothers. So reflecting on your incredible first season with us, um, would you say that you really feel almost at home in this team or how would you describe how that's gone for you?
1: Yeah, I've really enjoyed every minute of being part of the team and uh, more or less felt right at home as soon as I walked in the door like it's just been a great team to be a part of and uh, yeah just like the whole new structure I think in that point of my career when I came to this team I just needed like a fresh start and I was really like grateful for the opportunity that the team gave me and um, what they had like sort of envisioned for me and yeah like I said I was still I'm still like pretty mind blown that I won the Giro and to do that, uh, with yeah, as my first Grand Tour, like in a new team, was was really cool, and um, yeah, I mean, just the whole, regardless of that win, I think just the whole experience that I've had with the team so far has been really nice, and all the people were great to work with, and I get on really well with all the guys, and yeah, I couldn't say couldn't say a bad word about the team. To be honest, it's just a really great atmosphere and i'm also looking forward to the, the years to come
0: so thanks for taking the time out of your day to chat with us jay
1: no problem at
2: all more than happy
0: <laughs> and uh back to you in germany andreas thank you as well
2: yeah thanks Jai. and uh, all the best for uh, the upcoming week of racing at the tour dananda
1: thanks mate really appreciate it eh? and uh yeah take care
0: And as always, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to bringing you the next one. Until then.